did. That didn't make any noise. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. Can you hand me something to cheers with? No, you're just going to have to start this okay. episode without a cheers. Cheers. Yeah. I just clinked with my fingers. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Cheers. And welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy and Caleb. Me. Hi. Hey, what's up? I... Uh, thanks for having me on the show this week. It's been it's been great. It's going to be great. It's catching been great. Up. What have we already done? Well, I've been here all week. <laughs> oh, with you. you have. Yeah, and now we're just going to talk about it. Oh, okay. So you have been your... here all week. You're right. You're yes, right. I yeah. know you didn't see me, but I've been here all week. And where have where has that been? Where has that been that yes. we've been together? Yes. Yeah, where have we been? <laughs> you know, let's see. In the last episode, we were in Jackson, Wyoming. Jackson or Jackson Hole. Well, we found out that they're kind of both the same thing, right? So we're still unclear on whether yes. it's Jackson or Jackson Hall. It's been a question that's been plaguing us for over a week now. Yeah, so anyone listening, I mean, can you just like really tell us the difference in Jackson Hall and Jackson besides, I don't know. I mean, as far as we know, what we've learned is Jackson Hole is like the valley. Yes, that... so it's like the name of the whole area and Jackson is a city in Jackson Hole. But apparently, like, this town of Moose is also in Jackson Hole. Wilson. In Wilson. Wilson! <laughs> I actually haven't seen that movie, but I do know the reference. What Tom Hanks movies have you seen? Oh, you haven't sh- seen Forrest Gump or I've Cast seen Away. Toy Story. Does that count as a <laughs> it, Tom Hanks oh movie? Oh, my God, it does. Vote below. It does, 100%. I would know that voice anywhere. Okay. Yes. Well, we need to uh, add it to our movie list. Uh, Toy Story? No, Castaway. Oh, I don't know. I don't is think it not that good? like that one. It is. It's on a beach in an island. I love beach and islands. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just watch Lost, I guess. <sighs> don't tempt me. Okay, let's get back on track. Okay. Uh, we're in Jackson or Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We are still here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the confusing, back to that argument or debate or whatever, the confusing thing is like when you go downtown into what should be just Jackson. Mm-hmm. They're like signs that all the tourists take pictures in front of. Say Jackson Hole or Jackson. Some of them say Jackson Hole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yeah. But like when you go into the other areas that are considered part of Jackson Hole, um, you don't see like Jackson. Like when we go into Moose, like you don't see Jackson Hole everywhere. You don't see Moose at Jackson Hole. Yeah. No, you just. Well, I don't even know what Moose is. Moose is just like an exit off an interstate, basically. It's a city. No, it hasn't. Okay, whatever. I don't know anything about Moose. <laughs> what about Moose the animal? I, I do know a little bit about Moose the animal based on an encounter earlier this year in Crested Butte. But also, we learned, or I learned something this week from the Grand Teton National Park like brochure about Moose. What? Oh, yes. Tell, you told me. Tell yes. them. Tell, tell our listeners. They will, Educational information incoming. They will dive, or they can dive up to 18 feet underwater to feed on aquatic plant life. That's so specific. Why do you think 18 feet? Do you think they're just big Peyton Manning fans? Peyton Manning in um, the NFL, maybe, yeah. yeah Not yeah, in college, though. No one counts college football for anything. <laughs> And they can stay underwater for up to one minute. Like, I just had no idea. Like, can you picture a moose, like, swimming face first, like, down 18 feet? Doesn't that just... 
picture feel ridiculous in your head? It does. I mean, what if, like, when we were paddleboarding in the Teton Lake the other day, if you were just paddleboarding and all of a sudden a moose just comes up from the water out of nowhere because you couldn't see him because he was 18 feet down. <laughs> and, and you, like, you didn't see him to start with because he had been down there for a minute. Wouldn't that scare the shit out of you? That would be quite a way to see a moose. They do not, you know, at Grand Teton National Park, they give you lots of info on how to deal with wildlife when you see them on the trail. Yes. They do not talk about how to deal with seeing a moose in water. So it must be rare. But apparently they can, according to the brochure. They had pictures in the brochure, right? Of moose, like, at the water. They don't have a picture of them, like... Diving, we need, we need to see a video or so maybe we don't believe happen. this till we see it. Maybe we don't. I don't but. know. But anyways, yeah, the last week we have been hanging around Jackson slash Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and well, uh, I mean technically we're in Kelly. Now, uh, right now we're in Jackson. Oh God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's all we're all in Jackson Hole. Yes. Just say that. That's true. We're by Grand Teton National Park, even though you can't see it right now. Uh, it is literally the saddest thing because actually our spot that we just got this new spot today and the view of the Tetons from here would be so crazy and so beautiful. They're not that far away, but we can't see them. You can't see like over the closest horizon. So we're kind of up on a little hill mm-hmm. and you can't see past that hill any depth in the landscape because of how smoky it is from the wildfires around and it's like it is like blotted out it looks like we're like i don't i don't know how to describe it really you can't see anything past anything it's white i don't know 100 yards how far do you think we can see Uh, i might say 300 yards okay 300 three football fields 300 yards radius around us it just looks like a white it looks like someone just like didn't draw in the background yeah you can't see (laughs) someone forgot to draw the background they just drew what the foreground. That's what it looks like. It's just a white piece of paper back there. Uh, you cannot see the sky. Like there's no blue. You don't see any clouds. You don't even really see the sun. You can like feel. Obviously, you can see light and you can feel warmth, but like you don't see the sun. It's very weird. Yeah, I was gonna try and take a shower today, but I just it doesn't. Oh like, yeah. It's really it's really taming the heat, like taming the sun. The water that, couldn't get warm. I haven't tried it. It's just, I think with the wind and the like muted heat, it's just too cold in the atmosphere for me. Well, I showered yesterday and it was smoky yesterday and it was good. Well, it wasn't this smoky yesterday. Yeah. It so is it hasn't been, we have been able to see the Tetons. I mean, I would say since we've been here, we could, it has been smoky. Like there's been smoke the whole time we've been here. We never have had like a clear view of the Tetons. No. But in the last seven days... It has, like, gotten drastically worse. Like, 300% worse. Yeah. Like, yeah, it had, like, a slight kind of glow to it the first day when we got here. Yeah. And you could tell, maybe this is just from, like, living van life and seeing so many sunrises and sunsets, but, like, the colors of the sun was just, like, slightly tinted, like, Mm -hmm. a little, like, reddisher, and you're like, Mm -hmm. reddisher, is that a word? Redder. Mm, More red. Reddish. More reddish. More reddisher. Like, like more cam reddish. More cam reddish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and you could just tell the color was like slightly tinted. Even like last night, I saw the moon, the full moon coming out, and it was just orange all night. Mm-hmm. It had this weird, fiery, hazy glow to it. And and now today, the smoke is just—it's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty and I mean, overwhelming. It's kind of starting to affect some of us around here. 
<clears throat> the old ones, the old canines of us. Yeah. Uh, no, he seems fine. He's fine, but we he has been like sneezing a lot, and we took him on <laughs> we took him on a walk last sneezing. we took him on a walk last night, and he was like wheezing a lot, which he does wheeze because he tugs, but it was definitely worse. So. That's our oldest dog, Jetson, the Corgi Mix, who is 10 years old now, mm-hmm. and uh, he's mostly gray and black. He mm-hmm. lost all his brown, and um, he's my baby. he has had a good week in Wyoming. My baby. Okay. Well, he... Okay, I'm going to go off on this. Okay. Yeah, no, don't talk Stop about it. Dogs. Stop it. <laughs> go back to... We did, I mean, we did something kind of cool this week. What? We got to hike in Grand Teton National Park. We did. We haven't done that a lot. And I feel like it's a question we get pretty yeah, often. Yeah, we do. Is people are like, uh, well, actually, I have Justin was one of the first ones mm. uh, who asked us. He's like, when we were hiking with him, he's like, do y'all like go do this in national parks a lot? Mm-hmm. Like all the time? You would think so, but no. <laughs> Why not? Because we can't. Because yeah. dogs. Yeah, dogs. I, I would say the dogs are the main Look, thing. Yeah, national parks aren't dog friendly no. in, in general. The Grand Tetons has to be the least dog friendly. <laughs> I think uh, ever. Yeah. But I think that's because of all the wildlife. Like I'm 95. I mean, I know they have all the animal or all the dog restrictions in place because of wildlife, just mm-hmm. kind of blanket rule. Yeah. Um, over all the national parks, but like Grand Teton, I feel like is the one that it's like probably that and like Glacier are the ones where it's like no dogs literally like. If they get out of the car, just let them go pee, put them back in. Like, they cannot go anywhere because there's so ma- Like, bears are so active around around here. Like, it's not safe. Yeah. So, it makes sense, but... Yeah, Grand Teton National Park is just, like, all wilderness. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we got the hike in it. Yeah, so we found out about this hike in Grand Teton National Park... And I don't know the exact name of it, but it's like the Paintbrush Canyon Cascade Canyon Loop. So yes. basically, you're you do a loop through these two canyons, um, and in between there's like a pass up at the top. I mean, I'm talking about it, but I didn't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, we were laughing at it the first time we heard about it because we were looking like on one of the park bulletins, and it had that hike listed, and it had it listed as 19 miles. Over 4,000 feet elevation gain. And if you don't know this about national parks, like in their newspapers and on all their brochures and things, when you're looking up hikes, it'll tell you how far, it'll tell you the elevation gain, and it will tell you like how much time to allot for it. And usually, um, I feel like they lean on the longer side of things. You know, like you might see. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. you're you're walking around and taking your time because you're like looking at yeah. everything and you're stopping like everything. That's what they assume. So like you might see in, you know, in your brochure, like a two mile hike and it'll say like 1.5 hours, which is a lot of time to hike two miles. Like, yeah. So they usually lean on the longer side of things. The safe side. Yes. Yeah. This because also too you don't know what kind of shape everyone's in and yeah is yeah. everyone wanting to stop and take pictures or what's going on. So they always do that. And so we were laughing because this hike, 19 miles over 4,000 feet elevation gain. Like we think, oh surely this is like a backpacking loop. Like you know you take like yeah. three days to do this or two days, whatever. And <laughs> the national park got it listed as a one day hike, and we were like. Like, I think it said 13 hours, and we were like, what? I don't think the original sign I saw that had a list, an hour listing. 
But the newspaper says 13 hours. Yeah. And I was, and we were like laughing because we were like, what? This is the one that like, I would think would be, especially the parks who lean on the longer side, like at least two days, maybe three, like do it a backpacking loop. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with what you said, I think it was 40, I think it's over 4,500 feet elevation gain. Wow. And, um, yeah, 19 miles. And it said like very strenuous, Mm -hmm. very challenging. And then like in reading the description, it's like a lot allot yourself most of the day to get it done i was like the day just like one day <laughs> yeah i was like that for sure i thought it'd be like like allot yourself two nights to like backpack mm-hmm. this trail and like, which you can do you can there is and, that option uh yeah and it's very accessible there's i passed the campsites but yeah i like seeing that it, it felt it felt that was impossible i was like okay even if you can like no one's doing it in one day yeah like they're like i saw that i was like and we're pretty experienced yes. hikers i mean yes. we know we've hiked 14ers so we're used mm-hmm. to elevation gain and hiking at elevation and long hikes yes and that was kind of like no that's insane that's yes. not a one day trip like that's a backpacking trip exactly so we were just laughing about it and we but ended up the seed up, was planted the seed was planted we didn't know about it by your cousin <laughs> so we, I don't know if we talked about this in the last podcast, but Caleb's cousin was visiting the Tetons, like, and we overlapped, like, a day or two with her being here, and so we actually, finally, after a lot of, like, waiting on texts to go through. <laughs> There's and then, no service out here yeah. in Wyoming. So it's hard to meet up with people, but we did finally get to meet up with her, like, literally as we were leaving the park, giving up on not being able to find mm-hmm. her. We saw her walking on the road. Yes. Um, so we got to hang out with her for, like, 20 or 30 minutes. Um, and we had mentioned that to her, like, cause we were just laughing about it. And she was like, Oh, I've done that. And we were like, she's like, I did that two years, two years ago. And I was like, did you do it in one day? She's like, yeah. I mean, I got home. I got back around this time, which yeah. is like almost 9 PM. Yeah. She's like, but I did it in one day. Yeah. It does. I was like, she was what? like, <laughs> I did not even think that was possible. And she's like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. She was like, it does take one day. You sh- it is a whole day though. Like start early and you're going to get done. Like as the sun is setting probably. Yes. So. After she said that, then we were like, okay, maybe we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe then it just, yeah, it just planted the seed where, like, you know, we would just be making breakfast and be like, so Paintbrush Pass Canyon, <laughs> Paintbrush Canyon. I still don't know what it's called to this day. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what the exact There's name is. not even really a trailhead for it. No. Uh, and, like, we kind of did that for several days, but, like, as I just mentioned, the hard thing about hiking in national parks was, um, I think we both wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and then, like, that meant, like, who's, who's going to stay with our dogs, especially for a hike 19 miles yeah. and it's supposed to, like, last all day. I would think for sure, yeah, when the brochure said 13 hours, mm-hmm. um, I thought that was accurate, if not more. If you're, like, stopping, you pass, like, two lakes. I'm like, if you spend any amount of time there, it's going to take you even longer. Mm-hmm. And and the 4,500 feet elevation gain, that is, that's more intense than the 14ers we've hiked. That's very intense. And, <laughs> um, yeah, and the thing with the dogs is, like, they're fine if we, like, the van is very, I mean, one of the reasons we, like, wanted this one and like a big draw to it I feel like was it was like built out with dogs in mind because the previous owner had a dog Mm -hmm. and so he installed you know two fans that can create a wind tunnel and it's very well insulated like there's lots of insulation things that can help keep heat out and they have their food and water available to Mm -hmm. them they have their beds it's their house it is it is a a house and it stays especially like in the climate we're in right now in Wyoming like, they will be fine. They will not die because of heat. Oh, or... no. they won't even get close. No. No. 
No. It's not, that is not the concern. It's more like if you and I were to do that hike and be gone potentially 13 hours, that feels like a long time to leave. Like, I wouldn't feel good about leaving them alone for no, that long. That's just shitty dog <laughs> parents right there. Yeah. I would not be okay with that. So, yeah. So, when we really started thinking about it, we are like, okay, I don't think there's a new way we could both do it. No, we were like, it doesn't feel plausible like this, like this time around. Like we yeah. have to, like we definitely would make it happen in the future. Yes. It sounds like we can do it, and but it's like we would need someone. We would have to come on either a trip with a situation where the dogs are taken care of for a day or something, mm-hmm. or like book a, I don't know, put them somewhere for a day. But we weren't gonna do that this time around. So we kind of, I would just, I remember, I think it was on like Wednesday. I like looked at you and I was like, what if you did Paintbrush Canyon on Friday? Yeah. Like, just what if you did it? Well, yeah, I kind of put it out of my mind, and I kind of, like, I don't know if you had or not, but I remember, yeah, when you said that, because I kind of hinted that, like, I would do it alone, and yeah. you wouldn't do it alone. This is another thing, like, we both wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it alone, um, and I made that clear that I don't want to do it by myself, <laughs> and you were like, I would do it alone, and then we just kind of didn't talk about it, or we just, like, kind of joked. didn't feel like it was going to happen, and, yeah. like, couldn't happen, and, like... But then I was just like, well, if he feels like he can do it, what... Let, let him do it. Like if then the only thing holding, there's nothing holding you back then, you uh-huh. know, like, cause I can be with the dogs and yeah, that's really it. <laughs> and yeah, you said it like Wednesday night and mm-hmm. you're like, what about on Friday? If you hiked paintbrush Canyon and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I need like a few weeks to mentally prepare <laughs> for that. I thought, and like physically prepare, like I've been trying to stay hiking and stuff, but even in, like, living in a van and living in nature, sometimes it's, like, two weeks before I can, like, get another hike in. You know, yeah. just, like, with all the travel that we've had, travel. it's just like, oh, wow, the last time I hiked was actually over two weeks ago. It wasn't, even yeah. though I feel like I'm trying to, like, stay active, sometimes when you, like, really count the days back, it's been, uh-huh. like, oh, it's been, like, 17 days. I know. I know. Exactly. Between traveling and then, like, once you do get somewhere, like, provisioning and, like, yeah. and then also working. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And so when you said that, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm, like, physically capable. Like, it, it kind of just, like, pushed it out of my mind. And 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 then, like, mentally capable. It was like, oh, wow, I have, like, one day to, like, prepare for maybe the hardest physical thing I ever did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Was it? Um, no. Okay. So I did it. Okay. So, so yes, as so, we were getting to, yeah. we decided, I, I didn't commit to it right away. I was like, I remember when you said, I was like, wow, that seems like intense to think about. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I don't want to jump to like any answers. Like I'll just think about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's like, okay, the opportunity's here. Like I'm going to, I'm going to give it yeah. my all. Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, you did it. So on Friday, yeah, we woke up at like six a.m. Mm-hmm. to drive to the trailhead. We woke up at five thirty. Five thirty. I woke up at five thirty. <laughs> you woke up at like what five fifty-five? We left at six. Amazing. <laughs> at the spot we were at, and it was like an hour to the trailhead. Um, took us a little bit longer. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like you're gonna stay with the dogs and. Mm-hmm. We were going to, you were going to drop me off at the trailhead and I was going to try and do it Mm -hmm. and however long it took. And your only plan was like, you were going to be back at the spot you dropped me off at, at 4.30 PM. Yes. Because I mean, I don't know how, we didn't know how long it was going to take you. Um, and yeah, there's no service. I mean, 14 years have taken us 12 plus hours before. So like 12 to 13 for Uh, 19 miles. Not 12 hours. I thought, uh, massive did. I thought that last time it was 12. 
I was getting there. I don't know. That would be like six to six or like five to five. I think we've definitely hit double digits. <laughs> we've hit ten probably. Okay. But anyways. Like eight to ten. But the, like a big logistic thing you have to work out is, yeah, the park, you don't, I mean, you might get service randomly for like one second, but there is no reliable, like just bank on there being no reliable service whatsoever. Yeah. So I had no idea how long it's going to take you. I think you got on the trail at like 745. And I was like, like I think it was seven forty four to be exact. Okay, but yeah, well, I, I was like, I'll round up seven forty five sounds more. <laughs> I was like, this parking casual. lot, the one I just dropped you off in, this is what I'm going to be here at four thirty, and then I'm just gonna if you're not done by four thirty, like to me that was early. I was like, I'm gonna get there yeah. at four thirty. No, when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's being safe. Like you'll go ahead and be there, and, and I'll just like just hang like, out, out, and like if I don't see you and it's like nine p.m., then I'll like contact a ranger or something well i thought you kind of might just hang out there all day because we were by the lake we paddleboarded mm-hmm. like you could you could do equal parts of like kind of have like work sessions and hang out with the dog in the van and you could like leave them for a few hours and like go paddleboard mm-hmm. or, or like walk around a little bit or something mm-hmm. so i didn't know what you would do but so i was like yeah you could totally come early and just wait for me yeah that's kind of what i was thinking i was like i'll get there if i do leave i was like i'll get there back at 4 30 and i'll like be i'm prepared to wait hours mm-hmm. you know like i'm not expecting you to be down at 4 30 gaming switch you, know? <laughs> you could have killed so many so many hours playing some ccr oh yeah yeah but i got back right at, i did leave i did end up leaving and i came back at 4 30 and you had been done for a while you'd already like gone and taken a dip in the lake and you yeah, were just like yeah i got done at 3 45 like exactly on the dot. <laughs> so it took you eight hours <laughs> Eight hours, a school day. So this is, so now it's like, oh my God, you just, and you hiked, like, school day. you ended up hiking, what, 21 miles? Well, yeah. Well, before we went on the trail too, we had looked up all trails. We had looked at mm-hmm. the trail on all trails, which it was highly rated. Like, yeah. Uh, over 150 five-star ratings from people. And like, people were review, like leaving reviews about the trail like yesterday. It was yeah. like the day before I was going to go on the hike. Like on Thursday, on Wednesday, I guess is because I was reading them on Thursday. And they were, yeah, they were all talking it up and also, like, giving how long it took them to finish. And the fastest time we saw was, like, nine hours and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was two people who, who said they weren't experienced hikers. They were just, like, pretty in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I finished in eight. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but also all trails always had it listed at 21 miles. Mm-hmm. And it was only the park that had it listed at 19. But mm-hmm. I did do some of the... Uh, the bonus material, as Gary Roach would call yes, them. But I went out. and saw Holly Lake on my way mm-hmm. up, and I had lunch at Solitude for 20 minutes. 20 what? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 20, min- 20 minutes. <laughs> so, not the hardest thing you've done physically. No, I was very um, intimidated, though. I remember you even were. you... Like walked me to the trailhead. I felt like, <laughs> like a it mom. Was, yes, I felt like you're a mom. You're like I'm gonna walk you to the trailhead because the parking lot wasn't exactly at the trailhead, and so that added a like a point two miles on. But you were like, "How do you feel about the hike?" It was like, "How do you feel about your first day of school?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like I feel intimidated. Like I don't know. Like I haven't mentally kind of prepared for it, mm-hmm. and I didn't honestly. I was kind of unsure physically if I was." down for something like this intense Mm -hmm. like i've done i've I've hiked the interlocking plenty of times but you're not really gaining elevation there though it is at like ten thousand nine thousand feet ten thousand feet yeah um i just hadn't done anything like this in a while i guess Mm -hmm. honestly the closest thing to it would be the trail we did in yosemite where we gained like Mm -hmm. 
over 2000 elevation feet and it was mm-hmm. steep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sore for like a week and a half after that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm almost 32. What up? Yeah. But, uh, I was very intimidated and yeah, most people on the all trails had start in the paintbrush Canyon. You can kind of go up either Canyon and then up through the divide. But I started on paintbrush because I guess it's the harder one. That's where you gain all the elevation. Just you go from, I guess the lake is at like 6,000 something, and then the divide is at 10,700 feet. Mm-hmm. And so Paintbrush Canyon is just all uphill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just trudging uphill. And then especially when you get to the end, uh, it's just, I told you, it's kind of like the top of a, a 14 or mm-hmm. something we've hiked with. There's just a bunch of scree, which is just like loose rock and bouldering. And there was even some guys when I was doing it that was, uh, they were working on the trail because there had been a bunch of debris fall. So a few of the areas, like the trail was kind of wiped out. So just like, just go around, climb around that way. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but that part, like I was moving at a snail's pace and it was, it was kind of cold. It was like, it gets windy up there. Yeah. And, uh, this you glad is, you had pants. I was glad I had pants. You recommended <laughs> pants. I wanted to wear shorts. So good call there. Uh, and yeah, that it was it was tough. I but I just kept on like, I t- I told you like you're like you're such a fast hiker, and I'm like I just I don't take breaks. I just and rather than taking a break on intense hikes, I'm just like if I can at least just put my next foot forward, even if it takes me ten seconds, to do that. You know, just like a slow a slow walk is kind of my goal, and I did it. And then like once you hit the divide. It was like ten fifteen a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, after that, there were still like twelve miles to go, but it was all kind of downhill. And then you go down through Cascade Canyon by Lake Solitude, and then like following the stream from Lake Solitude all the way to Jenny Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just a very gradual decline. You don't you you slowly lose all the elevation, which is very nice coming home. So I think that kind of if it had been, like, the first three hours for, like, three more hours, mm-hmm. which I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be pretty split evenly with the hiking time uh, in terms of difficulty. But, no, the last, like, 60%, 65%, if you go up paintbrush and come down mm-hmm. canyon, was a lot easier. A lot more. And so, yeah, a lot more, like, I wasn't, like, yeah, my legs could do it. Yeah. And, yeah, especially once I started going downhill and after I had lunch at the lake and, like, chilled for 20 minutes after the really hard part, and I was feeling so good. So I'm like, it's 10, 15, and now I'm going, it's all downhill from here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great feeling Yeah. after, like, an ex- intense few hours. Yeah. Um, Man, I miss that feeling. Yeah, it was, it's felt good getting back to it, yeah. like, having experienced it. And, that, yeah, I remember I was, when I was going down after I went over the divide, People were hiking up going the opposite way I was going. And they're like, how is it? I'm like, you're at your most challenging moment right now. It's mm-hmm. going to be super challenging for you. But once you get over the divide, then it'll be all downhill for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So not the hardest thing you've ever done. No, but but close. And it was definitely a physical challenge. Did you see any wildlife? No. <laughs> I saw some marmots. <laughs> So this is kind of like a funny, I just think this detail is so funny. I think it's funny too. So when we were talking about you going and we were like trying to, we like, we both felt like we needed to like prepare. I mean, like, like we've said, we've done, like we've hiked mountains in Colorado, but this just felt different. It felt like so much more, 
unknown and just well, like yeah. even though it was in a national park and like it's a well traversed trail mm-hmm. like when you pitched it on wednesday and we started like talking about it and we were both kind of like i don't know, like do you want to do it and i was like i don't like really make it happen and i was like i don't want to call it yet and you're like well if we decide to do it i think tomorrow we need to go in the town and like get a few things mm-hmm. And we ended up, like, making that happen. So yeah. at that point, it's kind of like, okay, we're doing it. <laughs> it's happening. And one of those things was bear spray. Yes. Which you were very adamant about. Yes. I was very adamant about you having bear spray. Even if, I mean, especially since you were going by yourself, I really wanted you to have bear spray. But then even if, for some like, somehow we were able to go together, I still would have wanted bear spray. I mean, I wanted bear spray, too. That, like, even just, like, stepping foot into the Tetons, they're like... Bears, 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 yeah. be bear aware, be bear yeah. aware. And like bear spray, everyone has bear spray, mm-hmm. which is also kind of handful, like helpful. Like someone is around with bear spray typically. Yes. But yeah, especially knowing that I was going to be hiking alone, doing like one of the longest hikes they had. So like you're not going to be seeing as many people as. Yeah. It's one of the other more challenging trails. hikes. So not many, as many people are doing it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I was also hiking solo, which you'll see signs being like, don't they tell hike you, solo. <laughs> they tell you not to do They tell you. <laughs> They're like, how to be bear aware. Don't hike solo. Uh-huh. Carry bears, bear They're spray. They're like, hiking groups of three or more. Carry bear spray. Like, be loud. You know, all these things. And like, yes. you would be none of those. So. I was solo. I was very quiet because I accidentally had, I snuck up on some people. Or they said I did. And I was like, how did oh, you really? not hear me? I like <laughs> kicked rocks and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh we didn't hear God. you were silent. I'm like. That's not good for my for my bear uh, awareness yes. re- record. So I figured if we could at least check one of those boxes by <laughs> yeah. getting bear spray, yeah. I would feel a little bit better. I felt comfortable about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I did want bear spray. Yeah. So Jack, well, Jackson Hole is cool too because they have places you can rent bear spray from. Because bear spray is expensive, surprisingly. I did not know. And I bet 99% of the people who buy their bear spray don't use their bear spray. Yeah. I mean, even the first store we went in where we were trying to find the water filter for the hike. Yeah, that was another thing. Because it's going to be such a long hike that I didn't want to carry a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So people were like, yeah, bring a water filter because you're going to be walking There's by streams, streams and stuff. Yeah, lots yeah. of streams. Um, and on their, they were out of bear spray one cause mm-hmm. we inquired about it. And then there was a sign being like, we do, we will not take any returns on bear spray. So yeah. I'm sure so many people have like gotten it thinking they need it. And then they're like, Oh wait, you I don't need, need bear it. spray. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we take it back. Yeah. But we found the spot that rents it. So genius idea. It is a very genius idea and it worked out. I mean, it's cause it's way more affordable that way. And I'm mean, honestly, you hope you don't have to use it. So like. You're yeah, not, you don't like feel 90, like, like you wasted anything if you don't use it. You're no. just like, yes. And then if you did use it, you paid the whole price for the thing, which was totally like, And you okay. get to keep it. So, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, we went into town and got to use some bear spray. You were all as ready as you could be as a solo, quiet hiker, ready <laughs> with your bear spray. But you yeah. didn't see any bears. I did not see any bears. I really wanted to see bears. Yeah. And You've been saying since we've been here, I want to see a bear. I, you say it at least like 10 times a day. You really want to see a bear. You're trying to call them. I love bears. I love love wildlife. I think bears, when we saw one in Alaska, I think it was so cool. Um, And I do. I feel calm around, like, animals. Yeah. I think the moose encounter helped earlier this year. That was a big one. Earlier this year. That was last year, babe. uh, Last year. Oh, it's probably almost a year ago now. (laughs) It was, like, September of last year. Okay. That's very weird. That is weird. But, yeah. I just, it would be cool to see a bear. Yeah. Well, you didn't end up seeing one, but I ended up seeing one. Yes, (laughs) you. So honestly, this, after thinking about it and having like told it a few times, it reminds me of like a Modern Family episode. (laughs) Because like, I'm like 
preparing to go on this like you're so phil solo hike phil Dunphy. yeah that i'm like super pumped for and like getting ready for in preparation we like went and got bear spray mm-hmm. for me and in a like, water filter in a water filter and you know you were gonna just stay with the dogs all day in the van you like either. made yourself some sandwiches yeah i was making sandwiches the night before and yeah we i mean we had even talked before i left you're like yeah i might do like a short hike mm-hmm. you know while in in the time i'm in with the van mm-hmm and yeah, didn't really think anything of it. And then yeah, you're the one who went on a solo hike by yourself with no bear spray and saw a bear. That is straight out of Modern Family. Meanwhile, I'm like trying to see a bear on the longest hike through like the majority of the park. Yes. Like up the mountains, hiking solo with bear spray. I'm prepared to and see a bear. And there's like no one around. Like you'd think those are the parts the bears would be hanging out, and where there's not as many told, people. Like I saw groups of people coming mm-hmm. down, and they're like the last person who told us who was coming up said there was a bear in the area, and I was like I haven't seen a bear. Mm-hmm. And three groups, diff- three different groups, told me that no bear. And then yeah, what happened to you? So I drop you off at the trailhead and say, bye, honey. Have a good day. I'll, I'll, I'll pick it's you like up school. at 430. Yeah, gave me some lunch money. <laughs> no, I made my sandwiches the night before. <laughs> you did. I make you make your lunch the night before. And, um, did not do my homework, though. <laughs> never have, never will. Never lost. That homework doesn't make sense. The whole point of it is to get less of it. Okay. Interesting. Um, so we... <laughs> <laughs> that's actually... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I dropped you off. I came back to the end. And yeah, I was kind of thinking like, okay, I have like eight or I guess it was like nine hours. I was like, I have like nine hours. I mean, at at least. At least. Yeah, I would think at least nine hours. But I told you I'd be back. I was like, I'm not going to not be here 430. Like that's for sure. So I was like, okay, it's early. Like it was chilly. I was like, I could go for like a short little hike. Like I feel fine leaving the dogs, you know, for a few hours. We had left them for a few hours before. Yeah. No, yeah. They're totally fine. And so I decided to do that. I was like, yeah, I'll just do one of these like really popular hikes that are just like right here. You know, they're not like, it's not 21 it's like going miles. around the lake. Yeah, it's going around the lake, going to see some waterfalls, go to this cool lookout. I'll just do that. And I wasn't too worried about hiking alone without bear spray on that those trails because those are the most popular. Tra- like there's people everywhere. So I kind of like what you were saying, like if... There was, if I needed bear spray, like, there'd be someone right there I could take it from. And I was doing that. I was, like, kind of, you know, not hiking with groups, but, like, I could pretty much almost at all times see either people in front of me or, or know people mm-hmm. were behind me, um, like, the whole time I was on the trail. And so I get to the waterfalls. I go to that. It's called Inspiration Point. I go up there. Not very inspirational. <laughs> Three stars. Three, yeah, there's be- there's better views there's than better that There's better views point. than Inspiration Point, but um, sure, be inspired by that. Yeah, but anyways, so then I start walking back to the car. Like, I didn't do a loop trail, I just did an out and back. So when I start walking back, I'm by myself. Like, they're, at this point, actually, I don't really see people in front of or behind me. I'm like, actually, I'm kind of by myself, but it doesn't take long. Um, it's because no one's doing it back. They're all just taking the yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But um, this couple passed, and the guy is just like, hey... Just wanted to let you know, like, we saw, like, a little mid-sized black bear about 50 yards that way. He was walking towards the water, so, like, you know, he wasn't, like, walking towards the trail, but just thought I'd let you know. And I was like, okay. I was like, I think I'm, I don't have bear spray, and I'm, like, alone, so I think I'm just gonna, like, wait here for the next people to come up behind me, and I'm just, if they have bear spray, I'm gonna walk with them. See, that's pretty smart, because everyone else in the park has lots of bear spray. Yes, Hopefully. Yes, exactly. I mean, I encountered that on my hike. Every group I saw, there was a group of five, like, they could be college dudes my age, 
They all have bear spray. Every single one of them? Every single one of them have bear spray. Oh, wow. And I thought about this, too, on, on either of our hikes. Like, I had one can of bear spray, which mm-hmm. is pretty much good for one bear. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I think I thought, like, you could reuse it over and over well, again. Well, okay, maybe you I'm can sure it depends. if you bought it. So, for the rental, they guaranteed at least three to four seconds of spray per bottle, like, at the minimum, which is good oh. enough for one bear. I don't know. What so three to four seconds of spray, it'd be empty after that. Uh, at the at like that said, like that would be the minimum of. So probably not much there. more than that, and it'll be empty. Yeah. I oh. Think, like that's kind of like the lowest they keep. Like I guess, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. And so I was like. So if you saw multiple bears, yes, you'd be in trouble. If I saw one bear, I'm good. But then mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm doing a twenty mile hike. You know, chances are. I might see multiple bears. I'm like, if bear two charges me, after bear one charged me, I'm still screwed. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that. I'm glad you didn't tell me that detail until now. I thought, I totally thought the bottles like would last a few rounds of spray. Maybe a new bottle would. I just know the rental place yeah. said that they guaranteed at least every bottle to have four to five seconds of spray. Which Interesting. Which was good for like, that was a recommended amount of mm-hmm. time you like sprayed it to halt the bear. Gotcha. So like they at least had one spray in them. I don't know if a full bottle contains like 10 sprays. Mm-hmm. It contains How three many sprays. servings per bottle? Exactly. Yeah. Bear spray experts out there. We need like a nutrition fact sticker on there. We do. So yes. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's good to know then. If we're doing a long hike, maybe we each get maybe one. Someone coming double holstered. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't take long. Literally like after that guy told me about the bear, it was less than two minutes. Another couple came up behind me and he had told them, um, and it was, a, a guy and a girl and they had a bottle or they had a can of bear spray. And I was like, Hey, I'm just going to hike with y'all. So I started hiking with them and we did not see the bear where the guy saw it. We were like further down the trail than where he saw it. And it, maybe it was a different one. Maybe it was the same. I don't know. But we did see a mid sized black bear. Just like, it was so cute. I mean, I agree with you. Like I love, obviously I love animals. I think bears are so, so, so cute, but I don't love seeing them in an uncontrolled situation like that like i would love seeing them like where we're sitting in our van right now if we saw one way off in the like if we saw one off in the distance Mm -hmm. and like i could control and like close myself in the van if something started to feel dangerous i love that but i don't love just being out in the open wilderness i'm not trying to call in be out in the open wilderness and like i see a bear and like i don't have anywhere to shelter myself it does it's just it's just survival no it does it does but it's also scary it scares me but like the bear doesn't want to kill you i know i know that but they still might they're wild animals anyways we saw this bear it was so so cute it was just like foraging for berries like i just i don't know i just loved watching it just like look through the bushes and like pick berries um and yeah, we saw it there and I kind of like tapped the couple. I was like, look, look, there's the bear. And they were like all excited. And all of a sudden it started like walking up towards the trail. And we were like, oh, shoot. So we walked further down the trail. Next thing we know, the bear is on the trail and literally walking behind us. Like he is following us on the trail. Like how far behind? I mean, definitely less than 100 yards, which yeah. is how far they recommend you stay away from them. Yes. I would say even less than 50 yards. Like he was, cause we weren't like, I, I know you're not supposed to turn your back Same and run. Tom Brady could throw him a pass. Yes. And easily. Easily. Yeah. And yeah, probably. 
But this is kind of like the crazy thing. I did not feel in that encounter, in that bear encounter, I never felt scared or threatened. Because I really feel like I could sense the bear's energy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't feel scared or frightened. He knew we were coming. Like a big thing with bears and like one of the main reasons they charge the and attack awarenesses. is because you scare them. Like if they don't know you're coming and then all of a sudden you're like right next to them. They're going to freak out, be scared, and attack just because they're in, like, a fearful state of That's, like, number one. It's, protection. like, make noise while you're hiking. Mm-hmm. Don't hike solo. But, yeah. yeah, make it just, like, making them, even if you come upon them, if they know you're coming, if they, like, hear something coming, mm-hmm. they won't be as spooked. Yes. Or they won't be spooked. And they'll be, you can probably just walk on by. Yes. And that's exactly how it felt with this guy. Like, he heard us coming, and then once we, like, passed him and we're close, he was not phased. He was just kind of like, oh, okay, there's some people. Like, he literally, all he cared about was finding berries. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> that's all he was doing good when we bear. found him. And then when he came finding, up. All he cares about was finding berries. Yeah. What a life. And then when he came up on the trail, like, I didn't feel like he was chasing us. Like, I didn't feel like he was tracking us and trying to, like, follow us. I literally feel like he just came up on the trail and was, like, looking for more bushes to find berries. Mm. And, like. Like that that is it. He followed us for about I don't know, thirty to forty five seconds and then like went off the trail and started digging in some more bushes. So it was really cool to have like such a positive bear experience. Like I definitely felt adrenaline. Positive. Yeah. I had like an adrenaline rush the whole time and then like after that I was like, Oh my gosh, that was so cool. That's how I felt after the first bear. Uh the first one that we encountered in Alaska was a little more surprise. Like, we turned a switch back, and the bear was right there. Like, we both were we surprised. Did, yeah, we did what you're not supposed to do. We surprised it, and that surprised us. Mm-hmm. And we were very close. Yeah. And I turned around and ran, which you're not supposed <laughs> to do either. So, that encounter felt freakier to me Freaky. than this one. This one felt a lot more natural. Like, it felt like we were living together. We were coexisting yeah. together. The one in Alaska felt like I was impeding on the bear's land, and he was pissed. Like, we were like, oh, shit, we're not supposed to be here. We know it. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was like, what, what, what is that? What are you doing here? Yeah. So, I don't know. It was a cool experience, but it just really makes me laugh because I, out of the two of us and our two hiking experiences on paper, you were the one who was supposed to see the bear. And you were the one that we had prepped and prepared to see the bear. Mm-hmm. And it was me. <laughs> yeah. And even when the guys were like, did you see a bear down there? I was like, no. But I was like, I mean, I'm doing this 21-mile hike through the Tetons. I was like, I'm expecting to see a bear around every corner. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not, you're not prepared. That's mm-hmm. how, like, you're going to... I mean, that's what the Tetons make you feel like. It's like bears are everywhere. Yeah. And the fact that I saw one where I did in such a populated... Like, the, the trail is doing, like, so it's just around a lake. Like, it's... Also, that's where they want to be. Like, once I started getting, like... You know, up Too to high. dispersed trees, and especially the top. I was like, bears aren't going to be here. Yeah. And then even the parts I was hiking in, it was such thick brush mm-hmm. that I was like, a bear can't walk through these bushes. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was, yeah. So you were in a prime area. Yeah. I guess I just thought, since it's a constantly busy, high traffic area, that they wouldn't be there. But, I mean, goes to show, like, bears need food, too. So they're going to go find their food, and they don't care if you're walking by. No, they want them berries. Yeah. So that was a really cool experience, and I'm just, I'm always going to remember that I saw a bear and you didn't. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a point of, like, sticking it to you. A little bit. Well, I don't give a <laughs> shit, because I did 21 miles in eight hours, and I feel good about that. 
I've still felt really good about it. I've, How's the I've, recovery been? Because you're we're two better. days, yeah. two days post. Yeah, t- I mean, I was going into it. I was intimidated. I did not. I thought I could get through it. I thought if I got through it, I would be sore for literally maybe two weeks. Like something, something sore. Like my back muscles from carrying my pack, calves, whatever. I was going to be like just uncommonly sore. Yeah. And I wasn't. And I did it really fast. And bodies are amazing. Great, yeah, they are. Bodies are amazing. I think we underestimate them quite often. I, yeah, I definitely underestimated what my I could do physically. Yeah. I thought mentally I could get there, but I thought I would have to really pretty much like get like use everything mm. to the point of maybe like borderline injury. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, like extreme soreness yeah. and like I gave all physically yeah. to like do this hike and it wasn't that way. Not because I mean, the hike is tough, but it wasn't as tough as I thought it was yeah. not it was very hard <laughs> it was very hard if you're thinking about doing it it's still very hard yeah but uh yeah yeah well i feel like that was a great way for us to begin to close out our time here i've had a great damn time in wyoming yeah yeah didn't know i needed it didn't know i wanted it like, I, we had been here once before mm-hmm. on a trip. We didn't really hang out in the park. No, because we had all, we had our dogs. We yeah. had three dogs with us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we, like, went into the park and saw it briefly. Like, saw the lakes and yeah. the sites. And, like, where we were camping, we had great views yes. of the Tetons. Like, see, like, I feel like I experienced the views. Yes. But you didn't get to play in the Tetons. Yeah, didn't get to play in the Tetons. And I still didn't really think, even coming to Wyoming, that that would happen this time around. I thought we'd probably go into the park and maybe try to do a short hike. But when something like the trail that we found, Paintbrush, came up, it's like, wow, that feels like a way to experience the Tetons in no other way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, in a way that you can't get any other way. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to experience it at some point. I know. We're going to do it together. Yeah. Or you're going to do it solo. Now that solo, you're a bear aware expert. I would still prefer together. Yeah. And, and after doing it, I would still, re- I would recommend backpacking it over day hiking it, I think. I yeah. think the, the day hike was a very good challenge and like rewarding to do mm-hmm. in one day but i think it would it would be a really cool experience to do like two nights yeah you can stay the first night in the one in one canyon have a hard hike over the, the divide the second and then stay the second night in the other canyon on the way back and i think you can really get a That'd great experience fun. yeah it would be a lot of fun we should do that we need to do it can someone come out here and watch our dogs for like two nights hey if anyone listening wants to like just experience maybe what being in a van is like you can stay in our van with the dogs. Oh my god, that's a great idea. Yeah, for like two nights. You don't. It's it's almost like you're renting it on Airbnb, but you're not. You don't have to pay anything. Yeah. We'll probably pay you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I guess you have to pay to come out here. Yeah. So, you... but you know, seriously, if anyone is like open to that, reach out and let's see where that goes. And you can live in the van with our dogs, mm-hmm. and then we can go backpack the Tetons. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That was kind of the culmination of the week. I feel like it was. But other, we had, I had a great week before that. We in our spot we were at, we had views opposite the Tetons. It was like the, it was like looking east, but mm-hmm. it was just like hit, 
they I mean I would call them hills. Hills. But they're like mountains. They're like, eh, like eight thousand feet. I mean they're not That's as tall as the Smokies. <laughs> it's taller than the Smokies. See? <laughs> but they look like hills from our viewpoint because they're like yeah. we're not that much lower than them. But we also ran into something this last week that we haven't had happen yet. Yeah, the, let's get to the low point of the week. The low point? Oh, what are you thinking of? The lightning storm? Yeah. How is that a low point? Because we almost died. Oh my god, we didn't... You you got very scared. I was just... You think un... you got more scared than I did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. And I'm not saying that as like a bad thing. Or like as a pride no, thing. No. I'm just like... I don't think... I think I was in the ignorance is bliss world. Uh-huh. Of like, I didn't really know what there was to be worried about. I just felt, I felt very helpless in a situation where normally I would feel like there I had an option of control somewhere. And I felt like my only option is what we did. So what we're talking about. So let's backtrack. <laughs> is. Last story of Van Life Yes. Stories. Yeah. So the spot that we were staying at, um, it was on this, yeah, on this hill but we were like kind of out on an overlook, so there I mean, were like it's basically a mountain. We were over eight thousand feet. Okay. It was like a thirty-minute drive up this horrible, uh, rocky, you know, road. Yeah. And okay, so we're on the top of this mountain, on the side, I guess, of this mountain. On the top, we're on the top, but on the side, like starting <laughs> to go on side. the slope. Yeah, the the top side. We were like at an overlook. That's where we'd been parked for the last like few nights, and. Yeah, not many trees around us. Like, we're very just exposed, very out in the open. Like, it's beautiful. It's great for our solar. Like, honestly, those are the type of places we look for to park. Yeah, it was a big camping area. We had, like, mm-hmm. a 50-yard radius circumference mm-hmm. around us of nothing. And then there were some, like, trees over, yeah. to, like, kind of towards the center of the mountain. And we were, yeah. like, yeah. But a big lightning st- or st- a storm started coming. And the storm involved lightning and involved thunder and lightning was striking very close to the van. Like, we could feel it. Like, you could feel it. You could hear it. You know, like, the clap, that clap when, like, it just, like... I mean, you felt the clap. Yeah. Is what happened. Yeah, I mean, this time of year in the mountains, like, afternoon storms roll in. And mm-hmm. we're used to that at places like Twin Lakes. But you could, like, see this one coming. And there was, like, lightning. And then all of a sudden, it, like, got over us. And we were, like, we both got in the van because it started raining. Yeah. But then, like, uh, a lightning strike hit what sounded, like, extremely close to us. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, like, looking out the window, I saw a lightning strike hit, like, literally the hill probably a few hundred yards from us, the top of it. And it was lower than us, like, in a clearing, just, like, strike the top of it. And I was like, oh, shit, we're just, like, we're out here just completely explo- exposed. Uh, lots of metal. I've heard various things about how you're protected in cars or not protected from lightning. from lightning. But most of the stuff I had also heard was probably that it will affect the car for sure in some way. So I was, I feel like I, I it was kind of just, I mean, like a wide tale almost. I've never researched this. So there's probably people listening who know more about it. But anyways, at the time it was happening. I was like, okay, we are completely exposed out here and lightning is literally hitting all the hills around us in their exposed areas. And then like, as that happened, you're in the bed and one hits, I would say it was probably within 50 yards Mm -hmm. uh, behind us. And it was just like a flash and a rumble and like shook the whole car. Our dogs were terrified. Yeah, they were unhappy. And like, (laughs) they were unhappy. They were more than unhappy. (laughs) Kona was like frozen in mid stride, like in fear. 
and I was like, I feel completely helpless. Like I, I, and I don't know what to do. I don't know if we're safe here, like physically. And then also at the least I was like, maybe we're safe physically, but the van might be fried and we can't get off this mountain. And that would be a, that would change our lives very drastically mm-hmm. in the flash. Literally. Get it? Got yeah. you. I got you. Um, so yeah, that's, that was my headset. And so as soon as there were the first clearing happened in the storm, I was like, let's drive the hell off this mountain going to town. <laughs> yeah. So we I was drove... like that at least, you know, I feel like we'll have a better chance of not getting struck and not out on top of this mountain and with no trees around us Though We weren't the tallest thing in the area. We have a lot of metal. And I was just like, at least we can drive down into the city where if it does strike us, at least it feels like a one in a million chance there. Yeah. As opposed to like a one in a hundred chance where we were. <laughs> so I was trying to play the odds, but it, it left me feeling extremely helpless. And I don't really feel that way a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, you don't. Honestly, the only thing, the only other times I feel helpless where I like have no moves is on the airplane. But I like that helpless feeling because it's completely out of my control. If anything happens to the plane, I cannot help. I am just... Well, if you're sitting in the emergency exit, I hope yes, you can help. Yes, and I actually do feel very confident about that. But what am I going <laughs> to... At 30,000 feet? Okay, here, jump out. Yes. Jump out 150 people. <laughs> we have 10 parachutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really realized the intensity of that moment. I just was like, yeah, we're in the van. We're fine. Like, we're okay. I didn't... I mean, like... Now sitting yeah, with lightning it... strikes houses and people are in them and they don't die, but like... And we have kind of a, I mean, it's a mini house with similar setup, but we're so close to the things that would generate the electricity. I yeah. can see it jumping to us very easily, though, I, like I said, I'm not an expert on how lightning works. I was going to say, also, I don't think I fully understand how lightning works. I don't <laughs> I think. I just know with how close it was striking and how exposed I felt we were, yeah. I, I at least felt safe for to take the only action I thought we could, which is driving off the mountain rather than just... Because, like, more, more storms, you could see them coming mm-hmm. in the distance. It was kind of like every hour, a new storm, a new storm cell would roll in with lightning. And I was like, I'm not doing this all afternoon. <laughs> I'm not, like, just waiting and tear. Like, are we going to get struck or are yeah. we not? So... Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that was uh, something new we learned. It was something new. But, I mean... We had fun. We went into town and got pizza. Like, I mean... What else do you do when you're almost about to get struck by lightning? You go in town and get beer and pizza. Exactly. Vegan exactly. pizza. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Jackson, for the good vegan thank pizza. Thank you, Jackson. Jackson's, Jackson has been good. It has. Vegan-wise, it's been good. Vegan-wise, it's yes. good. Yes. That's all the <sighs> stories I got from this week, I think. <laughs> Is that it? Those were two big stories. Yeah. And uh, I'm not done processing them. No. No okay. we're thinking about them. Oh, okay. And uh, hopefully we can revisit them next week on okay. the podcast. I would love to hear some updates on like what new process processes you have discovered. Yeah. Well, I'm still definitely part processing the trail. Yeah. So I haven't yeah. left a review on all trails yet. So you know, I don't I don't know what to say I about that. Haven't even posted yet. anything about it yet. Like. Maybe I won't. Maybe, Maybe you won't I keep won't. it to yourself. I just too late. Oh. I just talked about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, I think that's it for Van Life Stories this week. Woo. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I never really know how to end these things, but thanks for listening. And seriously, if someone wants to come, stay in the van <laughs> so that we can go on like a long hike together. That'd be really cool. 
I think that's how we end every episode. I think that is the ending, is us inviting whoever is listening to come out in any capacity. Yeah. Any capacity. to watch our dogs for us so that we can go do fun stuff. I'm just kidding. Or (laughs) so that we can more camp together. Yeah. In awesome places. But this will probably be the last podcast in Wyoming for a while. Yeah, I think so. But I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready to move on. Going on down to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Woo! Peace out! It was my favorite place I ever did nursing. Cause I'm going down home, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And if you'll do me the service, please come with me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>